the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bridge building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Thank you so much for hanging out with me live in the DMV on WAVA 105.1 FM right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well, and of course all around the world on WAVA.com. And then, of course, uh, Facebook Live and YouTube Live. I'm waving at you now for those of you who see me smiling. And, uh, of course, it is a call-in talk show, so wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer watching me on uh, Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Uh, and that's for all my socials, at Anderson Speaks. You can see me. You can even write and talk to me there. So good afternoon to you all. If you want to give me a call today, my phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. It is a call-in talk show, and this afternoon our topic is conflict. You know, for marriage, uh, Monday we talked about avoiding and addressing conflict. Today it's the same thing. It's really about relational reconciliation. That is when, you know, you have an issue with someone, and you've got to figure it out how you're going to engage it. Some people engage it by avoiding. They disengage. Other people over-engage, right? They put it in drive, and they are what we call addressers. So that's my question. Are you an addresser or an avoider? Do you avoid conflict, or do you address conflict? And if so, how? There are some conflicts that need to be avoided. There are some conflicts, most, that need to be addressed. But the way you address it, how you address it, when you address it, all of that is very, very important. And I want to help you with that today. And that's why it's Tough Topic Tuesday, because there's nothing worse than being tangled up in a conflict with someone that matters to you or someone that you work with or someone you live with, uh, someone that you that you have affection for. And because of conflict, there's a disconnect. And when there's that disconnect, that broken fellowship, that harmony is gone and it's now disharmony, it can really rattle you. And it can, it can cause brokenness in relationships. And as a result of that, it affects our emotions. It affects our, our lives and sometimes even our finances. Because we will make decisions that will affect relationships that can affect our finances. Sometimes we quit jobs and don't even get a paycheck anymore because we're mad, right? Sometimes we don't accept uh, promotions because of broken relationships. Sometimes we can't work in certain departments just because of the personality of not knowing how to do this right. So I'm going to give you some techniques, some tips. I'll walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it, and we'll learn from one another because there's a lot of smart listeners, much smarter than me, hanging out with me every day during this first hour of Rush Hour. So if you want to call me and let me know whether you're the avoider or the addresser, my number is 
34. Let me pause and pray. Heavenly Father, as we always do, we like to commit our show over to you at the beginning of the show. Ask that you'd be with us, that you'd guide us and direct us. We ask that you have people turn to the channel that may not even know uh, that they're going to hear us today. And we pray, Lord, that this word would be one in season. So we commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. There are a couple other ways to get a hold of me. You can always uh, go to andersonspeaks.com or you can go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com. You can register uh, to be a gracist to let me know that you're in on the whole building bridges of reconciliation and you're not going to be a racist. You're going to be a gracist. You're going to extend grace to people regardless of their color, class, or culture. Go to EmbraceGracism.com and let me know that today. My number one more time before I go to the phone lines is 888-432-7434. All right, let's kick the show off in Washington, D.C. with Cheryl, who's on the line. Hello, Cheryl. This is Dr. David Anderson. How are you? Cheryl, are you there? Oh, I guess you're not there yet. I'm so sorry. We'll wait for you to get up on my screen. And by the way, if you want to call me, uh, my phone number is 888-432-7434. As soon as you get through my call screener, they get you right up on uh, my computer. And as soon as it comes to my computer, I have my chief engineer or one of my lovely interns or residents just click like Sophia Farnsworth. Just click it and you're right in my ear. Okay, so let's try it now. Hello, Cheryl. Are you there in Washington, D.C.? Cheryl, are you there in Washington, D.C.? Line four? Nope. Okay, we're having technical difficulties. Keep calling. Don't worry about it. We see you coming up, Don and Alexandria and the rest of you, so we'll get all that together. Don't even worry about that. We will talk because I need to hear from you. I want to be able to learn from you and also to give you some wisdom that might help you in your area of relationships. Just to remind you, it's Tough Topic Tuesday, and all you got to do on this day is shoot me an email. You can write me online. Even those of you who are on Facebook right now, uh, you can go ahead and start talking to me there. And I've got people that are watching it, and I've got my cell phone. So during the break, that's what I also do. I try to look to see what you're saying. So holler at me right there. Let me run to my commercial break, and then as soon as I get back, we'll be able to take your phone calls right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. had their grass that was way too long they had all kinds of clovers in the grass and you're wishing as you drive silently i wish they would mow their lawn well guess what why don't you get them a gift (laughs) call laser landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors 
go to laser with a z landscaping llc on facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn 240-516-4967 for those who live in the prince george's county and surrounding areas their number once again 240-516-4967 it's laser landscaping or just ask for the owner fidel and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson said. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk, Dr. David Anderson, live in the nation's capital. We're talking about conflict. That's right. How can we help you deal with conflict? And specifically, tell me uh, whether you are an avoider of conflict or an addresser of conflict, because this is going to either help your relationships or you're wondering why the relationships are not working so well. Sometimes it's because of the way we address it, how we address it. Sometimes it's that we don't address it at all, right? And then you lose that mojo. You lose that, that uh, harmony, between you and the coworker, between you and the colleague, between you and the family member. So we want to help you out with it. Let me give you my phone number, and then I'm going to go to the phone line. My phone number is 888-432-7434. 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to Don, who's on the line. Hey, Don, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Fine. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. How are you today, sir? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Glad to hang with you. So, conflict uh, and tough topic Tuesday. My wife is the addresser. I'm the avoider. 
So it might sound kind of strange. My wife is a, like an alpha female type. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so it's not that I'm a pusher, but don't get me wrong. I believe in choosing the battles carefully. Correct. Because some battles need not be fought. Correct. And then after I choose that battle, I need to pray how to go about it the proper way. Mm-hmm. So uh, I tend to avoid and and um, every now and then the silent treatment. But we have prayed together. And we do a great devotional, a couple's devotional. Mm. that asks really tough topics. Uh, yeah. It's called A Little Time with God. And there's right. another one, A Couple's Time. Right. And it was one of them was dealing with conflict. And it asked some tough questions, you know, the the good silent treatment versus the bad silent treatment. Right. And uh, the bottle up versus the blow up. Right. So we've, <laughs> we've learned to uh, deal with that. Um, and I was listening yesterday, like how you said yesterday, where uh, you wanted to wake up in the middle of the night and talk about it in the time. Oh, wasn't yeah. Good. Well, that, that wasn't smart. That wasn't smart. No, that, no. But, you know, I was younger at the time, and, and I was trying to hold on to this passage in Ephesians 4, which says, don't let the sun yeah. go down on your wrath. And so I thought, you yeah. know, don't let the sun go down. And the sun went down. I need to go ahead and handle this thing, right? And so I, yeah. I was sort of misinterpreting uh, what the Scripture was trying to teach us is basically handle this thing in a timely fashion, you know, so don't let it go on and on and on for many days. But it doesn't necessarily mean you've got to resolve every conflict before the sun goes down that next day or somehow you're going to turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the biggest thing my wife and I like to deal with conflict is uh, when the, our children see it, uh, to make sure they see we reconcile, we pray together, and uh, mm-hmm. we apologize. Yeah, it's good. Who's up in the wrong, you know? And that's, that, that's important for them to learn instead of a facade of it's all good. It's yeah. not always all good. Right, right. That's Don from Alexandria, Virginia. All right, my number here is 888 432 7434. That's my number live in studio. We're talking about conflict. Now, let me say something to you. Um, if somebody offends you, Jesus says, um, you know, it's your responsibility uh, to go to them and let them know how they offended you. In fact, Jesus even gives an illustration. He says, if somebody's in church and they're coming to the altar and they're going to give their gift, before they give their gift, leave your gift at the altar, go reconcile with that person, and then come back to worship. Wow. Like, Jesus is saying, that's how important it is. Don't come worshiping me, uh, and you got all this rancor and bitterness against everybody else, because it's going to be hard for you to concentrate on me. And then it says in John, how can you even say you love me if you hate your brother? And so this is why communion is so important, because when we come to the communion table, it makes us uh, examine ourselves. Because we don't want to take that communion. We don't want to take that Eucharist. We don't want to take the bread uh, and the wine uh, without examining ourselves and getting ourselves right before the Lord. And so I think that this is something that we need in our culture today because I think uh, we're forgetting what the Word of God is teaching us. And we're doing it the way that um, the world does it. So if I'm mad at you, I'm just going to tweet about it. If I'm mad at you, I'm just going to Instagram about it or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Facebook about it. And, you know, then we get what they call the keyboard courage. You wouldn't say it to my face, but you'll write it with your with your fingers. That's keyboard courage. People haven't learned how to relate anymore. Um, They just will text and they will type, uh, but they won't talk. 
And the scripture is telling us that if you have a problem with someone, you need to talk to them. All right. I was talking to a professional day uh, yesterday and the professional was saying that they were offended by something. They were going to shoot an email to their to their uh, to their executives. I'm like, uh, can I give you a little coaching here? I would not recommend you do that. What I'd recommend you do is ask your executive for a meeting and then when you're face to face so they can hear your tone uh, and truly hear what you're saying, tell them what you are trying to say. Then you follow it up with an email of what was said or what was agreed upon. All right. If you got negative information, you want to communicate it uh, verbally. All right. And you want to, you know, talk about it verbally. Right. Uh, now you can text to say, hey, look, this is what I want to talk about or I'm a bit hurt here. Can we discuss it? I think that that's OK. But don't hide behind uh, the keyboard and feel like, yep, I addressed it because I fired off an email. I talked to them. No, you did not talk to them. You talked to your computer and you pressed a button. All right. <laughs> Are you with me? All right. 888-432-7434. Pressing a button doesn't mean you talked. It meant you pressed a button. That's different. 888-43-BRIDGE. If you want to talk to me about it, now's the time. All right, let's go to Bowie, Maryland, and talk to Ernest, who's on the line. Hello, Ernest. This is Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Doctor. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking about? Um, I heard some, some – I, I, I looked at some stuff online last night about the Kobe situation. Okay. And um, Kobe and his parents were estranged. Okay. Uh, for years, uh, had something to do with his marriage, and uh, they fell out. And uh, his, his mother sold his memorabilia; they had to go to court on it, and all that business. And they just weren't speaking for year after year after year. Okay. So what? What? What was? What they were talking about online is the fact that if you don't honor your mother and father, then you're destined to an early demise. Uh-huh. And, you know, obviously in the situation where this, this brother lost his life, you know, you just have to wonder, was there some spirit, spiritual significance in his discontent or estrangement with his parents? Well, yeah, that's a slippery slope. I'd be careful about that because, you know, there are a lot of people who die young, uh, and there are a lot of people who die old, and they die old, and they didn't honor their parents. So I think that the scripture is teaching us we need to honor our parents, and the quality of our life will be great. Now, having said that, we don't know. All right? We don't know who was wrong. We don't know the details of it. I surely don't. And so, therefore, I just kind of stay away from things that I don't know, but I try to elevate it to the broader principle. And so the broader principle that you're bringing up is worth talking about, and that is relationships are so important that God made it the first commandment of human commands. And, and the first one is honor your father and mother. That's the first yes. one. The most important of the human commands is that the relationship with our parents is one that is honorable. And that also then um, you got to turn it around and say that means your relationship with your kids must be honorable. Right? So, I mean, you bring, okay, up, a, you bring yeah. up a good point with regard to that. I would just kind of stay away from the Kobe thing just because we don't know. My two cents. I know. 
I know, I know. But I, I, I think the, 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 the thing that we all have to think about is that we have to honor our parents and, That's as you right. say, our children. And uh, That's right. I hadn't thought that through as much as once this situation had happened and I heard about uh, this discussion online last night. Yeah. That uh, you just wonder what what happened and why they couldn't work it out. Yeah, whenever people die or whenever there's a crisis, everyone tries to pin it on something that's a sin. And the problem with that is that Jesus says it rains on the just and the unjust, and the sun shines on the just and the unjust, the righteous and the unrighteous. So if there's a hurricane in New Orleans, everybody's saying, well, God must be judging New Orleans because of of (laughs) Mardi Gras. Uh, but they weren't saying that when it was Puerto Rico. You know what I'm saying? And so when do you pick and choose which one's God's judgment and which one's not? His ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. And so I think it, do, it does us well just to love no matter what's going on and leave the judging to God. What do you think? I I, I, I think I totally agree with it, uh, 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 but it, it makes you think. You yeah. know, every time you have discontent yeah. or a problem with your parents and or your children, yeah. that you got to work your way through it. Yes. And so there is no issues down the road. That is the broader topic in uh, the broader principle. And I'm glad you you brought it up, Ernest, because I think that that initial relationship, it's the familial relationship of children to parents, parents to children. If we could get that right which starts husband and wife and then children, the family unit is what God has built everything on. And when that is broken, the quality of our life, our community, our culture is worse because of it. So good word. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've got it, my brother. That's Ernest from Bowie, Maryland. And it is the first of the human commandments. Let me explain. If you take the Ten Commandments, the first half, are our relationship with God. The second half is our relationship with one another. And so the first four commandments are vertical commandments, you and God. The next six commandments are human commandments, my com- the way I relate to you. And the first of those six commandments is honor thy father and mother, Right? And that's one come it comes with the promise your days on the earth will be long. Quality of life, maybe quantity as well. We just don't know how to quantify quantity. Back then they could live 900 years, 600 years, 300 years. So we, you know, we don't know how to quantify quantity. So I, I encourage you not to try to count days. And then the second of those human commandments is thou shalt not kill. All right. And so, you know, look at the juxtaposition between honoring and then killing. That's the extremes. And what God wants us to do is honor. This is why it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and in my book, Gracism, which I quoted, I will honor you. Honoring one another is something that God desires us to do. And if you don't have an honorable relationship with your parents, and if your parents don't have an honorable relationship with you, it doesn't mean you're going to die, but it does mean that there's a quality of life issue that you now have to deal with. And this is where you need God to be your father and your mother. Remember what the scripture says? I'll be your husband, he says. I can be your father. Even though your father and mother forsake you, I will not, never forsake you. This is, the, this is why God steps in to be our perfect parent, because our parents aren't perfect and our children surely aren't. 
And so this is why we need God. Amen. And that's why when they ask Jesus, what's the greatest command? He says, let me give you the first part, which is vertical. And the second part, which is horizontal. We'll put it all in one command with two parts. Love God and love people. Boy, if we could just get that right, we might not need to study any more scripture. If we could just live that out. Wow. Okay, well, listen, as soon as I get back, Ginger, I'm coming to you in Alexandria, and I want to come to you. Let me give you my number. Let me run to the break, and as soon as I get back, I'm going back to the phone lines for the second half of the show. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about avoiding and addressing conflict. Which one are you, the avoider or the addresser? Here's my number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. We'll be right back. It's the song of the redeemed. Hey, it's Norm with A Action Home Services. I just wanted to take a moment and praise our plumbers for the clean and meticulous work that they do. They have a rough and oftentimes dirty job, but they're always able to do it with a smile. So if you have a water leak, a toilet that doesn't work, old faucets you'd like replaced, or even a new water heater you'd like installed, I'm happy to send out one of our master plumbers. Just give us a call at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. Or you can reach us online at aactionhomeservices.com. Gold prices keep climbing and just hit an all-time high. COVID-19 and battered global economies are sending investors to the safe haven of physical gold to avoid losing value in their IRAs, 401ks, and stocks. Don't stand on the sidelines and wonder what the stock market is going to do next. Protect and grow your financial future today with a call to American Bullion, the leader in gold investments. You have valid concerns and we have simple solutions for all needs and budgets. In fact, we specialize in first-time gold buyers as well as veterans. Find out about American Bullion's hassle-free process to transfer any portion of your IRA, 401k, or stocks into the long-term safety of a gold IRA today. Call 800-GOLD-IRA and ask for our free gold guide. That's 800-465-3472. 800-GOLD-IRA. Grow your financial future with the rising value of physical gold and protect yourself during this worldwide crisis. Call the leader, American Bullion. 800-GOLD-IRA. Jesus plus nothing. 100% natural. No additives. Best-selling author Andrew Farley is celebrating your freedom in Christ. Join Andrew every Sunday at 2 p.m. or learn more about Andrew by going online at andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org. Again, join us 2 p.m. every Sunday as Andrew Farley takes your calls live. Life-changing talk radio. You're listening to 105.1 FM, WAVA. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With every Everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Learn more at surrounddc.com. Surrounddc.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-308-6638. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-308-6638 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-308-6638 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-308-6638. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about avoiding and addressing conflict. Which one are you? Are you the avoider or are you the addresser? Can I help you know which conflicts to avoid and which ones not to? And can I talk to you about how to address a conflict and how not to? We can talk about it. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk with Ginger, who's on the line. Hi, Ginger. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing okay. How about you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Yeah. You know, um, I've often wondered... um, I don't know whether to call myself an, an addresser or an avoider because sometimes I think people have to go back and forth right. between those, depending on who you're dealing with. Right. Because sometimes you can be dealing with someone who has bizarre, extreme opposites that are not uh, just are anti-functional. You can have someone who is not an addresser but an aggressor. Right. Not an addresser have- but an aggressor. I like that. That's yes. true. You're absolutely right. And there's a world of difference there. Yes. Because that's a block to communication. That's right. That's a way to cause terrible pain. That's right. That's rip a- it apart. And then the other side of avoidance is, um, I guess it's more like running. That's the extreme avoidance because you don't know what to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are, you're quite bright because I said you're quite bright because that is exactly what we need to figure out. How do we address something without being aggressive, accusatory, uh, and making assumptions? And then also, how do we uh, not avoid the things that we really need to uh, face, uh, but at the same time, making sure that we do avoid uh, things that really don't deserve our energy? Right. Yeah. Just stick to the important stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. But, but if you're dealing with someone who wants to broaden it to 50 other things, that makes it a lot tougher. That's right. You know? That's right. Um, or if you try to be an addresser and be very polite and diplomatic, um, it doesn't matter. I, I've gotten this deal. I've gotten interrupted, and it's been purposely misconstrued that I was um, just being 
cool. Was it so? I forget what I was accused of now. I, I right. don't sit and harp on that stuff. I don't think it's good for you. And this is why yeah. ca- this is why counseling is important because sometimes you got to talk it through with someone so they can kind of look at you and say, yeah, you know what, that wasn't the right way to go about it, or you know what, you shouldn't really take on that that burden that they're talking about. That's not who you really are. Don't listen to that voice. It's not coming from God. It's coming from the enemy. And God and, and the enemy is using that person to get to your esteem. You mean you're talking about the aggression. Yeah, or even just the okay. wrong. Of course. Yeah, or if it's not even oh. a, aggression, it could just be um, saying things that out of anger that are not true about you, but because of your own triggers, you can take on not yeah. not you specifically, but I'm just saying you in general. You can take on what people are saying as truth. Because they're saying things about you that aren't true. Uh, oh, do you know what I'm saying? Fault. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. and because of and that can pile up. And it can. You realize that is at the heart of what happens to abuse victims. That's right. That's right. And, and then they take it on themselves as if it's it, like it's their fault, and then they start defending uh, what the oh, other person's cool. doing. I, I had a you know, I, mean, I had a woman like call battered woman syndrome yeah yeah I had a I had a woman call last week uh, a ginger who said on her wedding day and she's probably listening to me now thank God she's free but she said on her wedding day she knew she didn't want to get married and she said it to the guy and the guy punched her in the face what yes and guess what mm. she she went through with the wedding bruised can you believe it so. She wound up hurting herself so bad. She did, and then, of course, like, a couple, couple of days later, he beat her some more until someone saw it, called the police, and they put him in the they put him in prison for for nine months. But uh, the the oh, point that word. you're point that you're making is so true. I mean, why would I want to address anything if the person's aggressive and abusive? And so we have to figure out a way to deal with that. And part of the way of dealing with it is getting counseling and then getting a plan for safety. Uh, how do you get out of a situation when the other person's not around? Have a bag prepared, have it stored or hidden somewhere at a friend's house or in a trunk, and then when a situation well, okay, excuse gets me to... For the you have to under- okay, excuse me. You yeah. have to understand my situation. Mm-hmm. It's different if you don't have disability. People who are disabled are the most oppressed. Yeah. Mm. And no one even addresses that. Mm. The needs are so many more and so different and yeah. so unlike what the average situation is. You have to really know it. Yeah, yeah, and that's when you really need help. Please, please forgive me because I know that's good advice, but yeah. you can't just. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice to just. Yeah. You know, the justing ain't doable. Yeah. And this is where you need a friend. You need a buddy. You know, you need somebody that can help you, that you can trust, and that's not easy. And that's where we got to pray and say, Lord, I know you're with me. Would you send somebody with skin on that can be a buddy that can help me in these situations? Hey, listen, Ginger, it's been really great talking to you. I've got to run to my commercial break. As soon as I get back, Sabrina in Washington, D.C., I'm coming to you. And by the way, friends, I've got just a couple lines open. So if you want to get in, now's the time to get in where you fit in.
Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about the tough topic of relational reconciliation as it relates to conflict. Are you an avoider or are you an addresser? And I like my last callers making a difference between an addresser and an aggressor. You know, And when you have an aggressor, you don't want to address anything because they're going to go from zero to 60 uh, and may even get violent on you. So what do you do when you're in that situation? An avoider, if you know that they're avoiding and they're running, then you don't want to chase them down to the cor- and get them in a corner like a cat. Uh, and so then how do you come back to the middle of the ring, so to speak, and have uh, the kind of conversation that's really necessary? Well, if you're struggling with that and you need some help with that, give me a call. I've got a couple open lines left. 888, in just a couple minutes left, 432-7434. All right, as promised, I'm going to Washington, D.C. to talk to Sabrina, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Sabrina. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm blessing you. Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much. What are you thinking? Well, 
I can say that I'm the addresser, but I can also be the aggressor. Mm-hmm. This is a workplace situation where the upper management doesn't know how to talk to people. Right. So I just want to know if I should address it or just let it go because it's going on with me and some other ladies, which is my coworkers, which they come to me and vent, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty much, you know, tired. Who do you have a relationship in upper management with? I don't need a name. I'm, I guess my question is, do you have one person in upper management that you do have a relationship with? Well, I have a relationship with my manager, my supervisor, somewhat my GM. I can go to her anytime and talk to her. Uh-huh. But in one situation, it was already brought to her attention, and... uh Nothing has been said or done about it, and it's not the first time. Sure. Well, what you don't want to be is become the person at the office who is the de facto HR person. What that means is you're the one that people come to to talk about their stuff, and they entrust you to go to the leaders to to uh, sort of be a representative for them. If the company is not made, right. if the company has not made you the representative the culture keeper, the representative, they're not paying you to to do that role, then that's not your role. So when people come to you, you need to say, hey, listen, that's terrible. You need to talk to your supervisor about that. And put it they're scared. Put it back. Well, then they have to be scared. That's them. But your job is not to be the group representative unless you're getting paid for it uh, or unless the people that are above you trust your voice and want to know. But you know you. Okay. Ha- well, what mm-hmm. about when it comes to me? Well, you got to do the same thing. If if somebody if somebody's talking down to you, and if it's your supervisor or your manager, you're gonna have to say to them, "Hey, listen, I'm a grown woman, and I need you to speak to me with respect. I'll respect you, and I'll do whatever you want me to do with regard to this job, but I can't do that if you disrespect me." And I think it's okay to have that about, conversation. How about if I said that the first time that she talked out the side of her neck and she talked out the side of her neck a second time? Well, the question is, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> oh, well, I can't do that because I probably would lose my job. So that's why I'm <laughs> calling you. <laughs> I mean, I might have some people up in New Jersey that could come down and settle this for you if that's what you need. No, I'm just kidding. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Uh, yeah. But what you I'm could trying to do it the right way. I know. You're trying to do it the godly way. Ain't nothing godly about yeah. getting some hoods from uh, New Jersey, that's for sure. But you know what you could do is if they do it a second time, you address it a second time. Don't let it go. But when I say what are you going to do about it, too, you've got to make a decision on how much of this can you take. If your supervisor is just being ridiculous and talking crazy, well, some of that you just gonna have to deal with. But if they're saying something that could uh, could get them in trouble or that demotivates you, the question is, are you willing to elevate it above your supervisor? Do you have? Yeah. A- yes. Mom. Okay. Do you have a an HR department? 
yes, which is not in the building, but yes. Okay, so then if you want to do it the right way, um, you need to call HR and say, can you please give me advice? I'm not making a report right now. I'm asking a question. And my question is, if a supervisor is being, um, I don't know what the word, right word is. It could be abusive or it could just be rude. If a supervisor mm-hmm. is being rude, how would you recommend me and what would you recommend me to do? And they can give you uh, details on the best way to handle that and then you handle it that way. They then make a report when you say, okay, I'd like, I'd like you to, to write this down. I'm going to go do what you said. I've already done it twice. And this is when you write it down, by the way. Put it in your phone or put it in your computer or write it down on a pad that on this date I address this person and I ask them not to do it again. They did it again. Once you've done that three times, I then reported it to HR. You want to have a track record so that the company can come to your defense. Is that helpful? Yes. It's confirmation because I already have a track record. There, well, there you go. Next, you call HR and get their advice, and they'll tell you what to do. They may say, go to your supervisor's supervisor, or they may say, please come in and let's uh, do an investigation on this. Um, but right. hear their voice so you can then say, I talked to HR, and this is what they advised me to do. And you write that down. You see? Right. Okay. Is that helpful? Yes, very helpful. All right, Miss Sabrina. And don't talk out the side of your neck back at her, okay, or him, okay? (laughs) I won't. Good job, good job. All right, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Let's go to Anthony, who's in Columbia, Maryland. Hi, Anthony, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Like, it's a pleasure speaking with you. The pleasure is mine. How you doing? How you doing today? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so good. I have about a minute left. I really want to hear from you, Anthony. What are you thinking about today? Okay, real quick. Um, talking about the addresser and uh, like the silencer. Uh, in the case of me and my wife, she's the addresser. And in my own case, I just believe in like letting the sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> right. Let's just let's just. Let's just not talk about it. But at a, at a time, at a point in time, I decided, like, okay, let's communicate about it. But I got to realize that it's not all about communication. It's about comprehension. Because mm-hmm. you can communicate with someone all you want, but if they're not comprehending with you, then it's just... Mm-hmm. So, like, if you just want uh, doing a conflict and you're like, okay, let's sit down and talk about it, but the other party is kind of like, okay, you are the problem. Yeah, she's not seeing it uh, from a point of view that okay, this is the country on the on the uh, yeah. problem here, or like I'm the one with the country. Like then it's just like okay, what did I want to do? So I uh, I kind of like reverse back and just like okay, maybe the sleeping dogs like whenever right. you come, whenever you come in realization, like okay. This is the problem that we can talk about it. Now, Anthony, so that's just, that's just you make you yeah. make a you make a good point. I think the one thing I would suggest is if they're not getting it, move into your feelings. And what I mean by that, say to them, "This is how what you did or what you said made me feel." Sometimes addressers need to know that what they're doing has a uh, an impact on your emotions. Hey, listen, I've got to run to a break. I'll be right back. 
Imagine sharing a prayer request from your phone and seeing as those around the world take your request before God. The new Pray With Me prayer app will connect you with other Christians worldwide who have experienced the power of prayer and know the encouragement it can provide. Visit PrayWithMe.com to discover how your faith can grow when we pray without ceasing. Receive prayer. Pray for others at PrayWithMe.com. 105.1 FM, WAVA. How do you keep a biblical perspective in a pandemic accompanied by a mental health crisis? As COVID-19 has spread, prescriptions for anti-anxiety medications have nearly doubled. Yet in a world consumed by worry, God has a purpose for anxiety. And that's the subject of a timely new book, The End of Anxiety, the biblical prescription for overcoming fear, worry, and panic. Written by pastor and biblical counselor Josh Weidman, it offers his personal prescription with practical steps and biblical answers for coping with stress and deepening trust and dependence on God. The End of Anxiety can help you find peace and joy in times of uncertainty, fear, and darkness. Our main goal as Christians is to glorify God in everything we do. And as the author opens his life and personal journey in this book, he shows how suffering, anxiety, and our mental battles can bring God the glory. The End of Anxiety, the biblical prescription for overcoming fear, worry, and panic. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Learn more at endofanxiety.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code WAVA for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com. Use promo code WAVA for 20% off. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship.
AndersonSpeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. And make sure you support my sponsors if you need to get waterproofing done. And don't call anybody else except Best Buy Waterproofing. If you need to get a roofing quote, or don't call anybody else. Call Best Buy Waterproofing. When it gets all wet out there and it's all soggy in your in your basement or soggy in your uh, in your yard, let them look at it to make sure that you have the right draining system. And they always give a gift back to uh, the radio program, so that's a blessing, okay? Give them a call at 844-980-3707. Or you can go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. Again, their number one more time, 844-980-3707. And just make sure you tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. Now, Donald Francisco, uh, Deborah Branch, Connie Robinson, my cousin John Anderson, and uh, the rest of you, thank you so much for being on my Facebook Live page and making comments. I do see them there, and I thank you for it. Okay, now remember, if you are in conflict with someone, if it's not now, it will be. Don't worry. At some point, remember, talk to God first and talk to them second after you've talked to yourself. Got it? Talk to God first. Talk to them second after you've talked to yourself. Don't talk to anybody else unless it's a counselor or someone that can give you counsel on how to handle it. But you don't pass on information about other people uh, if you're in conflict and you are not handling it directly. Keep it private, win your brother or your sister over, and keep moving after you forgive. All right? Uh, If you've offended someone, apologize, even if you don't always understand it. I'm sorry, Uh, I did not mean to hurt you. Apologize and ask for forgiveness, and then do your best to move on. That is the best way to try to handle conflict. Keep short accounts and don't have long records of wrongs. Love keeps no record of wrongs. And so make sure that you uh, do your best to keep short accounts. Forgive people, get forgiven by God, and keep moving. Uh, Things are too important, and the kingdom of God is too important uh, to get stuck uh, and sidetracked by the enemy because of conflict. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you give us the strength not only to make it through conflict, but to do it in a way that actually honors you and strengthens our relationships. Thank you for today's show. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said... Amen and Amen.